All right. Are we good? Yes. Let's do it. You good, Christy? Yep. Okay, here we go. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, the podcast about a podcast that's too beautiful to live. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm, and welcome everybody to the end of the month Friday roundup slash mailbag slash whatever the heck we want to talk about show. Joining me tonight, we've got some of the best of our Little Red hosts. Don't tell the other ones I said that. From the temporarily named Surface of the Sun Studios in Austin, Texas. It's Hillary H. Baum Livingston Butler. Hello, Hillary. It was like 111 degrees here. Yes. And it's still like 100. It's a nightmare and it's 830 at night. So hello. I can't wait to come to Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) And also joining the party from the Necco Wafer Studios in Linwood, Washington, which is where I will be staying as this episode drops. It's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hello, Christy. Hello, Anne. You know you're contractually obligated to eat a roll of Necco wafers. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> hmm. Anne, I think you. Could, I think I have a king size bed. If you want to stay in my hotel room, <laughs> <laughs> we can slumber party it up. <laughs> can I eat part of it? <laughs> you can eat the. There pink are ones. some. Some flavors. It's gonna I be can like tolerate. that scene in Bridesmaids where she's like about to get sick and she's like, Here, have an almond. And she's like, mm. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, really, <almonds. laughs> it's really good. The other day I was uh watching um watching Little Sawyer while um her mom went into the store and they were like, Oh, do you want us to get you a treat? And I was like, Yeah. And to troll me, they got me Necco wafers, like <laughs> thinking that it was a big joke, and I was like, Thank you guys so much. <laughs> that worked out well for you it did (laughs) well clearly we have some negotiating to do before (laughs) hillary and i head out to seattle so we'll we'll figure that out offline as they say but today we do have some lrb business to discuss we'll go through the mailbag to see what's on the wagoneers minds We'll talk a little bit about some summer topics. We'll do some housekeeping and we'll let you know how you can get involved with the show. First off, LRB business, very most important thing to talk about. The picnic is tonight. This episode is dropping on Friday morning or very late Thursday night. (laughs) It's usually Bobby and I do it. And our LRB picnic is happening at Gasworks Park starting at 5 p.m., Picnic area number two. Mm-hmm. Come one, come all. Yay. If you bring hot dogs, you are so on my shit list. <laughs> um, as Jack Taylor said to me today, it had to be picnic area number two because it's a podcast about Luke Burbank. <laughs> God. <laughs> Poop was somehow going to get involved in this. Yes. It would find well, a way. I mean, we haven't seen the area. There could be already poop involved. <laughs> Great. Now, Christy, I I mean, I've never been to Gasworks Park, Mm -hmm. obviously, but you told me when we went on our very abbreviated 10 Things I Hate About You tour that they did use Gasworks Park in that movie for the paintball scene, but it's not actually a paintball thing. Correct. So is what's there is those giant pipes coming out of the ground? Is that what we're going to see? And that was also in singles. They they went there and sat on a park bench and it was in the background. Oh, yeah. When they're talking about her being, like, having a baby or whatever, was that? I think so. Or one of their first dates. Okay. Okay. They had a lot of things in the background as they were, like, walking. They did a lot of, they got around the city a lot in their dating life. All right. Well, good. I'm glad I know what to expect. It's also the park where Luke and Andrew went to try to find people playing Pokemon Go. Right. And mostly just watched people playing right. Pokemon Go without approaching them. Yes. And frantically trying to call. Weren't they trying to call you? They did call me. Yeah. And I was at the Irish pub in my building trying to pick yes. up happy hour food. 
And you had to sh- tell them how to catch the Charmander yeah, or something, right? Yeah, they did know how to do it, which is really funny because there's an onboarding tutorial at the beginning if they would have just Oh, Christy, come now. <laughs> that would require some, I don't know, advanced preparation. Right. <laughs> so uh, hopefully everybody is listening uh, right as soon as the episode drops. I know you all do listen Friday morning. And you, if you live in the Seattle area, you can stop by and join us. I think we're going to have some fun. For we sure. certainly had fun last year, and we hope to have fun again. So please come. And I ate a giant sheet cake. Wasn't oh, there, that's right. It was like a Tina Fey thing, right? Yeah, that was right when Tina Fey did the sheet caking oh, yeah, skit yeah. on Weekend Update. Yeah, the night before or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I had seen the video, but Bobby got a giant American flag sheet cake <laughs> and told me to take bites of it while he took a video. <laughs> well, sheet cakes are delicious. They're like the they best. They are. Buttercream oh ice cream. Oh, icing. Oh, the best. And we have no rules. This is a no rules picnic except for Anne says no hot dogs. Right. I'm thinking of expanding it. No hot oh. dogs, oh. no fish sandwiches, no tacos. Oh. oh. No tacos. I know. Whatever will we do? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see meatballs. I want to see pizzas. I want to see what else? Last year, Treasure brought down bagels from Bellingham, but she's left for London today, so we will not be getting those. They were delicious. Whatever. Treasure, you didn't have to go to London to avoid seeing me. (laughs) So, picnic tonight. Come one. Come all. Hope to see you there. Second thing on LRB Business is Luke's Boat Names. We start. Was this Bobby who did this? It's always Bobby who. Yep. He posted on our Facebook page um, the question for a new name for the General Lee because Luke really does have to rename that boat. Although, if he's going to sell it, do you think he's ever going to use it again? It's out of the water. It has a hole in it. He'll have to fix the hole to sell it. But Dollars to Donuts says he never drives that boat on the water again. No, he won't. I think he should have just um, sunk it. And not told that story. <laughs> Shipwreck. Start the rumor that there's doubloons in there. <laughs> well, on the chance that he does decide that he's going to keep it a while longer, or maybe because he just can't sell it, um, we do have some Wagoneer suggestions for new names. Uh, of course, Lynn had to come in with Holy McHullface. Okay. Which is better than Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ken said TBTL daddy. Oh, Ken. No, Ken. No. no. I like Randy's just came in. The tiny yacht 5000. The takeoff of the tiny wig. Yes. Mike suggested Lieutenant Dan. And then he said, wait, that's my boat. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Oh, the not awesome. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon also had the SS Pinata yacht, as in the large boat. I thought I like that was it. good. Um, Karen is too beautiful to sail. <laughs> <laughs> that might hinder the sail, right? Of- <laughs> right. <laughs> I I love going down to boating docks and reading the, the names. Yeah, they're really great, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Andrea just said for sale. <laughs> I liked Mike's. There's two of Mike's. I mean, Mike was uh, like very uh, present in this conversation, but I enjoyed. Yes. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed just Liberty Mutual. <laughs> <laughs> and oops, the dirty Tax boat. Right up. Ooh, oops, I like that one. Uh, Candy came in with the I'm insured. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. one. Oh, wait. Am- Amanda says notice me. Notice me, boat guy. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, this is a good thread. I like yours, Anne. Burbank's Folly. That's Burbank's a good Folly. One. It's, as Mike said, it's classic. <laughs> yeah. Now, from Mike Farnan, he says the verified, but then he put the picture of the, just the giant Twitter check mark. Yeah. Would you have to even write the name on there if you could just put that symbol on there? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Carolyn says, not my most foolish purchase. <laughs> Wait. My what, fourth what the most, most foolish purchase. What is the most foolish purchase, <laughs> Carolyn? <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of, oh, well, the laser baldness helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be more less expensive, but also more useless. Oh, this whole this whole thing, um, colon said bald spot and then Lynn Pham said do you patch your bald spot that's good <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> the thing about TBTL is there's just too many inside jokes mm-hmm. but the tens are creative <laughs> yeah yeah, we are we're good at like running with a theme yes. I think yes this calls back the NPR uh, the epic NPR thread <laughs> oh I get, that would be a really good um, merch yes Yes. Oh, it would like in a similar way that we did. Maybe just like fill a mug with all of those (laughs) things Mm -hmm. that (laughs) the supposed uh, NPR people did to us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, guys, for all those great suggestions. Just one of the fun things that uh, has happened on our Facebook page lately. It really brought a. A twinkle to my eye? I don't know. That sounds stupid. It's late. <laughs> you thought your smiles were, were gone for the night, put away for the night. Exactly. But there it was. <laughs> All right, let's go to the mailbag. We've been saving some good ones uh, that I think deserve some discussion. Uh, Hillary, you're going to start us off with one? I am. Okay, this is from Sam. Um, it was from almost a month back. It's uh, June 30th. And she says, as someone whose father bathed in obnoxious quantities of Ralph Lauren polo, the Hey Dummies discovery of Luke's Axe body spray use not only triggered the hurling of my phone out of my 14th floor window, but quite nearly my own spontaneous combustion. Axe is not the only company to produce aerosol products. Great environmental choice as well. Surely a man who has invested in a bald spot painting and laser helmet devices must know this. Even a middle-aged momish type would know better. Oy vey. Sam, you are a woman <laughs> after my own heart. <laughs> I just don't understand because usually don't we, I mean, don't men usually wear the scent to attract other people? <laughs> Rather than repel them, you mean? Yeah, I would think that Carrie would be like, oh, uh, you know, the passive aggressive, like, you know what I really like? Or just like <laughs> get him something. <laughs> you know what I really like? When you don't wear that. Yeah. It's disgusting. That's uh, so gross. When Dave and I first started dating, he like tried to convince me that Dracar Noir was like the best cologne. And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. it is Whenever it was 2004, I'm like, it is not 1992. Dracar Noir yeah, does not pass. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a cousin that wears Aqua Velva. Is that aftershave versus cologne? I don't know the difference. I don't really understand. I think there's both. One you just kind of like slap on your face, and one is a like a perfume or something, like the equivalent of perfume. Mm-hmm. But what's the point of aftershave? Is it just to like, I mean, all I can think of is Macaulay Culkin. That's the only yeah. like image I That's have what I think it. it is. So you can look in your face and scream. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I'm just, I'm very surprised about the Axe uh, brand products that Luke is using because, it, I mean, it's a joke that is so cliche by this point that it's like 14 year old boys yeah. when they're first trying to cover up their horrendous <laughs> bodily odors go and for axe luke is so fancy too yeah. with his like clothing and shoes and um that is very surprising mm-hmm. who knows he's a man of mystery uh, yeah. not the- really at all so that's why it's surprising. No. <laughs> but- <laughs> um, jeremy uses old spice deodorant and i've noticed that if you look in like at the drugstore, there's like the normal kind that's in a red package. And then they have this white package that has names like Wolf Bang. And like they're oh, there with pictures no. that are supposed to, they're trying to get the market from Axe. I'm like, just don't do that. You you didn't have to sink to that level. Gross. Mm-hmm. I was like, what scent is a storm? Like <laughs> no one knows what that smells like. <laughs> I My personal preference is, Honest to God, just soap. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Right. It's, I don't need anything more than cleanliness mm-hmm. from a guy. Yeah. And if he is going to wear a little cologne or something, 
I would really prefer that I am within a very intimate distance before I can spell it. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Dave uses that doctor, that like crazy Dr. Bronner's, um, or Dr. Bronner's or whatever. Does that work? Well, he uses the like minty soap and he really likes it. Um, And that's about the extent of anything. I mean, he maybe uses something a little bit, but that's the smell I like. It's just like a minty, but like not overpoweringly minty, just clean smell. And that's good. I'm good with that. Right. I approve. Good job, Dave. Okay, so on um, America's birthday on July 4th, Tony emailed in and said, if I had had my phone in my hand, it would have been thrown. I (laughs) I recently went to a Cajun restaurant and I ordered a catfish po'boy. As the words leave my mouth, the only pronunciation my brain can land for the word is is Frizzell one, which is how I believe it is set. I said it. Was that like a po'boy? Po'boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was probably too fast for anyone to notice, and no one I was with would have known why it would have been funny, so I was forced to sit quietly with my embarrassment. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> That's the new thanks, Obama. We're just like, thanks, Mike. Yeah. I like, I'm all for blaming everything on Mike. How about you, Anne? Works for me. <laughs> Let's do it. The thing about this email is when I went through and read it, I'm not sure that I could have said po'boy correctly either <laughs> because I so desperately want to say po'boy boy every time. <laughs> po'boy. Mike has ruined us. Yum. Not the sandwich, though. Those are still good. So good. Call oh, it whatever yeah, yeah, you yeah. want. It's still del- delicious. Uh, but that really did make me chuckle. Thanks for that, Tony. <laughs> um, we got... A few from Scott here on the 18th of July that I am calling the Benadryl Trilogy <laughs> that entertained me enormously. Uh, the first one, Scott says, listening to Emo Tuesday. So this was Luke hosting solo last week, talking about reach arounds while in the midst of toilet talk. Seriously? Hashtag take a damn Benadryl already. <laughs> The same day, shortly after that, Scott again says, the snooch hooching has gotten so bad. I keep inserting the word Benadryl into whatever they're talking about. Total eclipse of the Benadryl. Now I want to flood the stents page with go-to karaoke songs with Benadryl in place of the title words. Uh, how long is allergy season out there? <laughs> and All then finally, long. still on the same day, Scott said... Hugging my phone this time, catching up on my LRB listening, going backwards in time, and number 324 just made me laugh out loud as I'm walking my dog. I so appreciate the LRB crew's intelligence and humor and collective wittiness. Thanks, Scott. And thanks for this outlet at throwyourphone.com, as I have no other tens near me. No one else appreciates how many ways Benadryl needs to be worked (laughs) into casual conversation. Keep up the good work. I'm wondering if... Um, you know, Phyllis famously goes to a, an allergy clinic and gets allergy shots. Why don't we just get one of those and stab him with it <laughs> when he's not looking? <laughs> no, when he's not looking over there. Maybe at life. I'm wear. sure that's that's going to work out great for us, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he stops snooching his hooch, then or his nooch or whatever it is. <laughs> I know. I think I have finally gotten to the point where my brain just sort of passes over it. Oh. Really? I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, I really man. am not hearing it anymore. Maybe it's gone? I, no, it's there not. There was a really bad one probably about three shows ago. Ugh. It's mm. sort of jarring because like, I think I pass over it, you know, when he does little ones. And then all of a sudden he'll just do a <laughs> kind of one. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> God. And I know he can't hear it. I really don't think he can hear it. And what's weird is no. that Andrew or whoever's on with him doesn't call him out on it. I would think that they would be like, whoa, man, <laughs> what the hell is that? I wonder if, well, Andrew edits it, but maybe he spot edits like he writes stuff down. Because it could be that Andrew's doing so much many other things at yeah. the time that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it, maybe it's not so loud for him. Maybe. I don't know maybe how. he's used to it too. I the worst part of it is like the big one and then the swallow sound. Oh, so gross. <laughs> oh, Christy. I know. <laughs> I, I'm just seeing what everyone else is thinking. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this could be something that we just keep to ourselves. 
can no. think about it quietly. No, because do you know how many emails we got before we mentioned it? That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not ideal. No. Okay, let's go to uh, an email that just absolutely delighted me. <laughs> it's from Ellen. Sweet who is on Ellen. this trip with her husband, this month-long road trip, and she's forcing him to listen to TBTL. Uh, Ellen's husband is Scottish. So I'm going to try yes. do it. Yes. a little bit of a Scottish accent here. Yes. So Ellen says, I'm throwing my phone because I didn't record my 11 listening to Luke's boat story. Lots of indignant British accented, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and if you had any foresight, any at all, and no, he is not a three out of 20. Maybe, maybe if it was his birthday, he could say he was a three out of 20 in boat knowledge. <laughs> After nine years, I finally let him listen while we're on an extended road trip. He's mostly napped when it's on and occasionally pointed out that I'm being an Andrew, but this one fully sucked him in. It was glorious. That was wonderful, Anne. Good job. Thank you. Yes, so good. Um, And fingers crossed we will get to meet both of them because they are (gasps) traveling south as we speak on their road trip and they're hoping to make it here by Friday. Don't let us down, Oh, Ellen. That would be so cool. Yes. I hope so. I really want to meet her. So even if she doesn't make it to the picnic, she needs to try to get here by the weekend while everyone's still here. Yes. We'll meet up. Yes. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, we have something to look forward to now. Yep. I mean, besides the rest of the picnic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I have one of my favorites, Bob, who wrote in on the 23rd of July. Listening to LRB recaps is so awesome. It's like listening to TBTL without the copious amounts of alcohol and Tylenol. Thanks. Oh, without the need for copious amounts. But he didn't put Benadryl. No. Well, Bob says he can listen without the need for copious amounts of alcohol. But, you know, yeah. still can still imbibe some. You could, Can you drink alcohol it. if your spleen is broken? Sure. Oh, okay. It's just a liver. <laughs> I mean, my brother doesn't have a spleen, and let me tell you, <laughs> he <laughs> drinks a lot. <laughs> he drinks enough for both of you. <laughs> uh, that's very sweet, Bob. Thank you very much. All right. Those are the letters. I wish we had a theme song for the mailbag. Oh, I feel we like it would make it better. One. Mailbag. Mailbag. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is there's like blues clues and it's like it's mail time but we can't use that it's really obnoxious we can't I mean we could I love I love blues clues it's a good one <laughs> what's not to love about blues clues <laughs> better than Dora the Explorer yes hmm I'm seeing a topic for another show down the road where we rank children's programming oh, oh my I god go they all lose deep. they all lose <laughs> So let's move on to the main topic for discussion tonight. I I thought that since Luke and Andrew are on summer vacation for the next couple of weeks, maybe we should do a little talking about vacations of our own. So good vacations, bad vacations, childhood vacations, which may also fall into the either good or bad category. thought maybe we could talk about summer camp experiences, if we've had some of those, and uh, just see how our, our um, summers have been spent. I'm sad that the guys aren't on the show tonight because... Mike said he had another humdinger of a Lopez mm, Island story to share with us. Just, let's hear about the ruination of another sleeping bag. <laughs> and Bobby said that he had a story about Boy Scout camp and a speculum. So I guess we'll just have to save that for another day. Thanks. Oh, darn it. <laughs> Cliffhanger. But, um... I know. Um, So, Hillary, do you want to start us off? Sure. Okay. So let's, I guess we're going to start off with vacations. Um, Sure. As I have previously stated, I like hate summer because it's just hot and everything's the same because you still have to go to work and stuff. It's not like you're out (laughs) of school. But as a child, I I did enjoy um, summer because, you know, you would, I did go to camp, but we also would do um, some family vacations. So, Basically, I just have a couple. Um, when I was going into, I believe, first grade, um, 
my whole family, my whole immediate family, me being the youngest of five kids, and I was like the way youngest of five kids, and my parents, we all went on this California adventure. So we flew out to San Francisco, spent some time there, and then we rented like a, not a minivan, but like a conversion van and drove it down the coast Ooh, of California. La la. Oh, I mean... Fancy. Yeah, it was not fancy, but it was really, really mm-hmm. fun. And we stopped in like, the, uh, there's a place called the Madonna Inn, which is, it's not, I can't remember, maybe near Monterey, but it was, it's a really cool, um, just wacky hotel motel. Um, and I remember thinking it was very cool because it said it was called Madonna and that was the like height of Madonna. I'm like, does she own this place? <laughs> um, and then we drove down and my dad I love you, Dad, but he's um, a very cautious, slightly nervous driver. And we were driving, he was driving down like Highway One, which is sort of cliffside on parts of it. And we're all like, Oh, it's terrifying. We're all screaming in the back. None of us wearing a seatbelt, I'm sure. And my dad's like, God damn it, kids, shut up. I'm trying to concentrate. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so at some point, we did land in Los Angeles and we stayed at the Beverly Hills Hotel, which I thought we were like the fanciest people in the world, mm-hmm. which we were at the time. And I just remember, I mean, I was like sick. So my memory of it is, you know, sort of segmented out. But I remember my brother and I would just order fries and we learned how to say, charge it to the room. So we would order fries. <laughs> <laughs> we would order fries at the pool and just say, charge it to the room. I mean, it was the best. It was. The, I'm sure my parents were pissed. I can't even imagine what the bill was, but it was a fantastic trip um and that was like the summer of 1986 um the only other like big real trip that I have like such warm feelings about is my grandmother um when she when we would turn 16 um she would take us on a trip wherever we wanted to go I mean within reason but wherever we wanted to go and so I went on a cruise to Alaska with her um Mm. which was really cool I remember my mom saying go to Alaska. When else are you going to go to Alaska? Like, this is an opportunity to do it. So why don't you do it? So it was an amazing trip. However, my grandmother was probably 75 at the time. Um, We were some of the youngest people on this trip. I mean, she was one of the younger people. I, by far, was. I was going to (laughs) say. Oh, yeah, we were super young. But I was 16 and thought I was hot shit. So I, like, would, like, lie, but not in any, like, clear, concise manner of how old I was. So to some people, I was 21, which I didn't look 21. And some people, I was 19, whatever. I just wanted to drink, I guess. So I would, like, hang out with the crew and drink with them. And I just remember one night, she was in the room, but she would let me go out because I was, you know, it was, you're on a cruise. I mean, there's not a whole lot of places you could go. And I would go to the... It's a boat. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I would go to the, like dance club and hang out with the crew and I stayed out really late but I thought oh grandma will be asleep by the time I get home one she was not asleep two we had crossed over into more eastern waters so instead of being two which is rude it was three in the morning and I came into the room and she just said get in bed and I was like oh shit um I Uh mean grandma was cool she just was a little bit pissed and a little tired but it as she got over it but it was an awesome trip and I got to take a helicopter and over a glacier it was awesome so that those are those are my two best trips and sadly most of those glaciers are now gone I know so it was a good time you went there 1995 was a good time to go yeah. <laughs> thanks a lot Christy so, but did you did you get off the boat I did. too? Did they have the docking in Juneau and Fairbanks and so were we? I don't know where does the we went to, yeah dock? yeah we went to um, uh, Juneau which I loved I thought it was awesome and Sitka is that what it is and Ketchikan mm-hmm. I think and the only issue was that my grandmother while like I mean she's passed but she was an amazing woman uh, awesome she was just super smart and just awesome. the coolest woman but she um she had like really poor eyesight not she wasn't blind but she was like blind in one eye it had terrible eyesight so she had really no depth perception so honestly going on a boat with her was never a great idea because she can't really see where she's going that much so she kind of would like hang out and read and I would go adventure on my own to like on a helicopter or around the town of Kachukan and around the town of Juno so I had a great time it was really fun I learned a lot and now I had this weird thing about going to as many states as possible I guess that's not weird I just want to knock them off my list and so I have Alaska which is not one I could say was an easy one to go to so that was cool it was a really good trip 
You make it sound so fun. It was really fun. I mean, it was definitely, you know, I probably went at a good time because I was 16 and like I maybe was looking to get into a little bit of trouble, but I was also kind of a goody goody as well. So it was like wholesome ish fun and just enough like excuse me goody goody (laughs) i mean drinking with the boat crew no you take that off (laughs) out of your mouth because (laughs) but see i like i'm a goody goody in that i like want everybody to like me so i want to like get in just enough trouble but not too much trouble to like for anybody Mm. to think i I was a bad kid (laughs) it's a complicated (laughs) feeling i have (laughs) Um, but yeah, that was a really good trip. And I, the only other thing was my grandmother lived in or she lived in Arlington, Virginia. So every summer I would go up there and spend time with her and my cousins. And that was like, I felt like a, it, it was just a fun time. Just going up there and kind of being away from Texas was a really fun time. Christy, okay. what about you for vacations? So I went from, we were, you know, grew up poor. So our vacations went from like zero, which where we finally got a minivan, so then that was a newish car, so it could actually travel reliably um, more than 50 miles. And our big trip would be to drive to a neighboring city to buy apple cider. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. To then we moved to Seattle, and my dad got a job at Alaska, and we took a lot of vacations. Oh, I bet you did. we didn't have much money to stay in hotels or fancy hotels or any hotels, and we've traveled outside of seasons. So, um, like my dad for um, spring break took us to Alaska, to Sitka. That's not fun for kids. It It's a town you can do in one day. And that's why it's a stop on a cruise ship. Yeah, exactly. Because that's all. And it's it's terrible. And, and so we were there. It was rainy season. It was cold. It was wet. We got bumped off the airplane twice. It was horrible. So a lot of it is sitting around in airports um, trying to get on planes. We were actually literally pulled off the plane as the door was closing. They're like, wise party of four, our first time to Disneyland. This is how it ended. Wise party of four, please get off the plane. Oh, no. (laughs) So then we just started packing where it would be like, you have to pack for any destination, you have to be able to carry it on and you have to pack for either two to seven days <laughs> and then we don't know where we're going to end up. So it's kind of fun adventures. Um, but yeah, sometimes we would say we were going to go to Cabo and we'd end up in Puerto Vallarta or Phoenix or Disneyland. No idea. And then where would you stay once you got there? Oh, um, sometime, one time it was like this youth hostel in Los Angeles, <laughs> um, which was owned by, it seemed like some European kids had, had inherited it. There was an all night rave. There was a family of ants that lived in it that walked over our toothbrush. Um, we've <laughs> stayed in hotels. Once we went to Cabo, we had to go a day early. So our actual hotel wasn't ready. This is like a family legend. So we walked around. It's 110 degrees. It's in June. We're walking down the street with our bags, our carry-on bags, going into every hotel asking if they have rooms. We find one and we're like, last one. My friend's like, last one in in the pool is a rotten egg. We go there. There's a giant rat swimming in it. The water's <gasps> brown. We have. There only have two rooms. So there's six of us sharing two rooms. Uh, my parents' door fell off, like the door to the outside <laughs> fell off the hinges. There was a man sleeping outside of my door with uh, um, a mattress, just sleeping on the hallway. And um, the water got turned off at 10 o'clock at night every night. So we couldn't take showers. We are sweaty, nasty monsters with nowhere to wash. <laughs> and no, everyone was scared to sleep because we didn't know what was going to get us. <laughs> So those are the kind of hotel adventures or the the time we finally did get to Disney. My dad was like, oh, yeah, this is super close to the park. Only it's close, maybe, but you have to walk through that the whole parking lot. So at the end of the whole day spending at Disneyland, we had to walk through all of the parking. Then alongside the highway, there was like broken glass. We were little kids walking. It took us two hours to walk to the hotel. Jeez. 
Yeah. Um, fairy tale childhood. <laughs> you had <laughs> <to here>. dream. <laughs> Life of Sam. I can't wait till my dad retires because he, he we're going to have like a big party for him. And I'm going to tell all these stories while his friends are there. Tales of standby. Um, <laughs> because before there was internet, you just went to the airport. And before also 9-11, you just went to the airport and hoped sure yeah. and yeah. that's all you could do and you they had these little tickets that they wrote by hand and we'd go through the security and just hope that we got on somewhere it was interesting but but now that he's retiring mm-hmm. he's moving yes right yes. to palm springs yes so it's kind of a little bit of a payback right because now you have a vacation destination with some place to stay like programmed in oh i the day that hit the house closed I um, bought tickets there to spend the whole two weeks of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, Dad? Yeah, I'm coming there. <laughs> um, are we doing other vacations or just our childhood ones? It, whatever you want. Okay, this is the last one that I'll do. I mean, I've had a lot of um, terrible ones always have the best memories, right? Of course, yeah. Right. Um, so this is one that's pretty funny in my friend group we still talk about it and this oh gosh this was in like 2004 maybe we rented it was my sister and her husband and then six other people rented this houseboat that it's a lake it's a river and a lake so it's the columbia river when the dam is open and lake roosevelt when it's closed interesting but so it's in eastern washington which is in the summer it's guaranteed nice it's going to be 90 sun lots of fun we go there have this houseboat everyone has their little rooms and it is the rainiest it's ever been in eastern washington 300 years so we didn't bring (laughs) board games we didn't bring movies to watch we had nothing to do except for sit around i think so I had a Dane Cook CD. We listened to that thing so many times because there was oh, nothing no. else to do. And so I would just go to sleep because they would all like smoke pot and get drunk. And I just wasn't really into it. I think I did like one night and then I passed out so early and I just slept through the night. So my sister gave a rule that I wasn't allowed to drink until after 7 p.m. Or else I'm just useless for the whole day. So I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm not into it. And so one time I was taking probably the second nap of the day <laughs> and my window was open because I liked the little breeze coming in. And all of a sudden, I just have a big wave of water splash over me, it gets everything in my cabin wet. Well, what they had decided to do because they were so bored is to do what are they called? Donuts in the middle of the lake, like drive the boat really fast in circles. Oh my gosh. And the hot huh? tub that was on the top floor poured into my room because <laughs> we were leaning so much so yeah we couldn't fish we couldn't swim like part of it is you like pull into an inlet and you camp like you can camp there or you can swim or like have day activities but there was nothing to do oh yeah it was pretty bad. And we had the one of the best stories is we had a Mexican fiesta one night and then our boat was tipping um, <laughs> because there's two bathrooms and we pull into and we're like, oh, I think we need to have our toilets <laughs> done. And the generator was like bouncing off and we're like Mexican fiesta. <laughs> and they told us that we had to start like taking turns on um, going on each side so we didn't veer to one side. <laughs> God. Boats are the worst. <laughs> this is an ongoing theme yeah. lately in our little TVTL yes. world. <laughs> all right. And um all right. Well, I want to start with the childhood vacation. Um I have two cousins who are really close in age to me on my mom's side. My cousin John is like 7 months older than me and my cousin Kirsten is a year and change younger than me. And so the summer that we were age six, five, and four, my grandparents decided that they were going to take us on a vacation for a week to the Badlands of South Dakota, the Badlands and the Black Hills. Um, I don't know what the climate is there. It's not desert, but it's not far off. It's in the, I think, average July high is is in the 90s somewhere really and yeah 
Um, so we went off in Grandpa's black Cadillac with the black leather interior oh. into the desert in July. And Child you abuse. would, you know, I know <laughs> you would get out at whatever attraction. I honestly don't remember any of that stuff. I, all I remember is coming back to the car and not being able to sit on the seat, like trying to pull my shorts down so that my legs wouldn't burn <sighs> on the leather and trying to figure out how I was going to get my seatbelt on because the buckle was too hot to touch. And let's see, we went to Mount Rushmore. That was pretty fun. We went to the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. For people that don't know the Corn Palace, it's a building that they decorate the outside of with corn. <laughs> I don't know, did yep. they do cobs? I think they do kernels. So it's essentially like a giant mosaic that they redo. I don't know if it's every year, every few years of different colors of corn kernels. And the only thing I remember is that I had to go to the bathroom so bad on the way there. And grandpa would not stop oh. to let me go to the bathroom. So I'm five years old oh. and I'm trying so desperately not to pee my pants because that would not have been a good thing. And when we got to the corn palace, we raced inside to the bathrooms and my grandma was in the stall with Kirsten because she needed a little bit of help. And I... Remember that scene in A League of Their Own when Tom Hanks comes in for the first game and he's <laughs> rip-roaringly drunk and he pees into the sink for like two minutes solid? Yes. That was me <laughs> in this bathroom. <laughs> and then I announced to the entire world, see, I told you I had to go to the bathroom. I felt so vindicated. But we had to stay in crappy little motels that had swimming pools, but Grandpa and Grandma would not allow us to use the pool. What? Why? And every night, I don't know, because that would interfere with their drinking. Oh. Uh, every <laughs> night we had to write together a log of our trip, which we named Mr. Log. <laughs> we had to <laughs> write down all the, the sites and all the places that we went to. And... My grandparents are not very maternal and paternal people at all. And I just remember after a week, I got home and I laid on my bed and I cried and cried and cried and cried. <laughs> my mom was just sitting there with me. And I, I wonder to this day, was she so desperate to, to get rid of me? She was like, take them. <laughs> so did you only have to go once? Yeah, that oh, one was never repeated and i don't think they ever did it with any of the other grandchildren they just did it with the three of us and we're like done this was not a successful trip we're not doing it again. no <laughs> everybody hated it <laughs> or, or maybe they just felt like they had done their duty yeah. as grandparents and all the rest of the grandchildren could i don't know go jump in a lake or something <laughs> well they did buy a cabin up in northern minnesota after a while so then the family just came to them for vacations, which I never liked anyway, mm. because all I wanted to do was read right. all summer. Mm. And I can read at home in Same. my own bed as well as I can read at grandpa and grandma's. So that's my story of having a terrible, terrible vacation. And other than that, I like I, I'm in this weird mindset where I think of, ah, oh, my parents didn't take us on vacation. And then I remember, oh, no, they took us to Disney World. So there was that vacation. And then when I was really little and we were living in Europe, we used to travel quite a lot. Um, by the time there were three of us kids, they really stopped. I think they felt it just wasn't worth it to try and haul three children around anymore. But I do remember when I was about eight, I think we went to Spain to this, I don't know, city on the coast of Spain. And um, it was fine. It was whatever it was, but I'm going to put my dad on blast here. <laughs> really hope that he can't figure out how to listen to my blog because the story does not make him look good. <laughs> he was very big into photography at the time. And uh, there is a whole series of photographs of him from the uh, balcony of our hotel room taking pictures of the swimming pool area where... It was tops optional for the ladies. <laughs> he took a lot of pictures. We were in oh, Europe. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was it was 1984, maybe. You know, you could take gross pictures of the sunbathing topless women and there's a really funny one like there's a whole series of shots of them and then there's one where there's a lady who's like shading her eyes with her hand and looking up in the direction and then the next picture she's crossing her arms over her chest giving the camera a dirty look (laughs) like busted (laughs) so that was what we did on our european vacations thanks dad (laughs) i think that also was the year um, we have talked about sunscreen on this program. Yes. I just completely neglected to put sunscreen on. And I'm sure my mom was attending to Carl because he was so fair. He had just white, white blonde hair. He's that kind of kid and figured that I could take care of my own sunscreen. And I got burned so bad that I had to lay on the bed the next day in the dark and not move oh. because it was so painful. Oh. Yeah, I know those. So... That was more good parenting right there. (laughs) So those are my vacation memories. Let's talk about camp. Mm -hmm. Hillary, you went to camp. I did. I went to a lot of camp. Um, uh, Kathleen is not a fan of children laying about in the summertime doing nothing. (laughs) So she, she, and liked us to go away for a little bit, which I understand now as a mm-hmm. mom. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like get out of here. Um, so uh, there's a camp that my sister worked at that she had gone to called Grady Spruce. And it's a YMCA camp that's on a lake called Possum Kingdom Lake, which is like so Texas-y sounding. But it really is a beautiful area of North Texas. And so I went there starting in like eighth grade, not eighth grade, I'm sorry, eight years old to like... 11 or something and I loved it I would go for weeks at a time like I would go for two weeks come home do my laundry and then go back um and I'm you know kind of a suck up to counselors like I always want them to like me the best so I loved it because it was like all the older girls (laughs) doting on me and like this is the best (laughs) um and then when I was a little bit older my mom decided to send me to this camp called Sanborn Western Camp which is in um Florissant Colorado and it was, it was like one of those sort of life-changing camps. And I, it's not cheap, but I hope to send my kids to it. Because coming from Texas, one, it's so hot here that you don't know any different. You're just like, okay, summer's hot, and it's a little bit miserable. But going to Colorado, it was just like, I didn't know that it could be in the 60s at night. And it was so pretty. And it was really cool to meet people from different parts of the country. Because mostly people weren't from Texas. They were from... I remember people being from California or New York or Chicago. I remember people saying pop. That was the first time I ever heard somebody use the word pop. And I kept thinking they were saying popsicles. And I'm like, why are we talking about popsicles? Like, it wasn't like right in the context of it. And I realized, oh, that's like, they mean Coke. Um, Anyway, what I really (laughs) loved about camp, as much as I'm really outgoing, I would say my status in like elementary school, middle school, and high school was not nerdy necessarily. I wasn't a nerd, but I was definitely not the most popular girl. I'm like way too chubby to ever be considered like the popular girl. So going to camp was always like, I could kind of remake myself a little bit. So especially at Sandboard, I was like popular there. Like I was kind of cool and I think a little bit exotic because I was from Texas and I kissed my first boy there. Um, You know, I went horseback riding like and they would do us they would send us camping by ourselves and we were on like a ranch like there were like bears and shit out there but they would send us camping alone and just like assume that we I mean they would teach us how to do stuff but kind of trust us to know what they're doing I hiked mountains I mean when I say hiked mountains I walked up mountains but coming from Texas which is so 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 flat um I remember hiking up like, I don't know, Mount Oxford or something and just like, like wanting to die. But it was such a cool experience. So I hope to send my kids to it. I loved it. Um, and I didn't really get homesick because I was like hot shit there. And then when I would go home to Highland Park, I was like, then there I am back in the theater class again. Um, but yeah, I loved camp. I was definitely a, a camp person. Was this a co-ed camp? I need to hear more about this boy. Oh, okay. So I'll tell you about him. Um, I so Of course, I still remember it. I tried to look him up, but his name is too common to really like do some deep digging. Um, he is, so it was a it was co-ed in that like 
there were two sides of the camp. So there was oh, sure. shoot, high springs or something. And then I can't remember the boys camps and the girls camps were separated, but we would have like a dance every week and it was a five week camp. So I was there for, you know, over a month. Um, wow. I know it's crazy. We were there for so long, but I was there in middle school. So I was sort of a ready to be like away from my parents. Um, Is this like the camp from parent trap? Basically it kind of was a little bit like that. Um, and I tried to think I had, it was the summer before ninth grade. I had just gotten my braces off. I had freshly been on Jenny Craig. So I was like kind of skinny. And when you're in um, like that area, you're walking and hiking so much that I was like, kind of like, I, I was really feeling myself. I thought I looked super cute. And I met this guy, Gabe Hernandez. He was from, I think Monterey, California. The only thing is <laughs> he was 17, which I remember my college roommate when I was telling her about this was like, why was he at camp? <laughs> which was kind of like a good question. <laughs> and I was 14. Um, but I, whatever, I thought I was super cool. So I we actually, again, I say I'm a goody goody, but we did. Somebody talked me into sneaking out of our our uh, cabin we stuffed our beds snuck out of the cabin and met the boys at the midway point like in between the girls and the boys camps and like made out with them like in a sleepy I can't believe we didn't get caught I'm sure they must have known that we were out there because we were not that suave but um but I thought it was pretty cool I thought I was hot shit that summer and I like laughed and cried so hard like oh these are my best friends um but yeah it was it was a good it was a good time Sounds magical. <laughs> it was a magical summer. The summer of 1993, Sanborn Western Camp. Yeah, it was cool. It was a really good time. But wait, Anne, did what? you go to space camp? I'm insanely jealous of that. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I did not go to space camp. <laughs> but I want to have a discussion about space camp. <laughs> Christy and I have talked a bit about space camp before. Um, specifically about the 1986 movie Space Camp. Yeah. Starring Leah Thompson and uh, 12-year-old Joaquin Phoenix and Tom Skerritt's mustache. (laughs) I love Tom Skerritt. Yes. Um, Christy, you, when we talked about this before, you said that you basically wore out your copy of Space Camp, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. I did, too. Now, Space Camp is not a good movie. (laughs) Would you agree? No. It is it is not quality cinema. It faced some challenges. It came it was released in 1986 like only a few months after the Challenger exploded. Ugh, yikes. So, it had some marketing challenges. <laughs> and it is gloriously 80s. It's about this group of kids that get sent to space camp and they can't get along and they can't work together they're just really all very different and they're there for different reasons and then they get a chance to go to cape canaveral to the kennedy space space center and actually sit in the space shuttle during a live engine test and then things go terribly wrong through a series of horrible plot devices that we don't have to talk about. And they get launched into outer space. And when they're in outer space, I shouldn't say outer space. I should just say in orbit. When they're in orbit, they have to learn how to work together as a team <laughs> to learn how to fly the space shuttle back to Earth. And when I saw this movie, I must have been about 11 for the first time. And it consumed my soul (laughs) it was the best thing i ever saw and from then on i desperately wanted to go to space camp and my parents said no you're not going to space camp and i said why not and they said it's not practical and i said what are you talking about it's science camp what could be more practical then science camp. I didn't want to go horseback riding or hiking or any of the crap that you talked about, Hillary. I wasn't <laughs> interested in any of that. I wanted to go to space camp so that I could also sit in a live engine test and accidentally get blasted into outer space. Um, so my dreams died. And there would be like when I would get, I must have been like comic books or something that you got from like the Scholastic Book Fair. They would have ads in the back of those books. Like, uh, for competitions, win a trip to space camp. And I tried so hard and I never got to go. And then let's fast forward about, I don't know, 10 years. I'm basically grown up 
And my brother Matt is 10 years younger than me. And one day my mom said to me, Anne, would you be upset if we sent Matt to space camp? Uh, yeah. And I said, you listen to me right now. If you send him to space camp, you better start looking for another daughter. And I am not kidding. Oh, and did he get to go? No. Oh, good. He did not go to space camp. <laughs> so our family remains intact. Good. But I can probably quote every line from that movie, more or less, especially if my brother Carl gets into it with me. We can do entire scenes from space camp. And someday I would like to go to adult space camp. Yeah. You can go for like four or five days and wear the coveralls and do the gravity exercises and pretend to be in the space shuttle. And um, someday I want to do it. And you have to. And uh, yeah. like, I'm going to start like a like go a fun me like a fun. Yes. <laughs> and has to go to space camp. Yes. If only there was a way on our Amazon purchases that people could put like a little Specific star thing. and be like, for Anne's space camp fun. I like it. Let's <laughs> get the Wagoneers to pay for this. <laughs> Side note, um, I, I remember that Tate Donovan was also in space camp. <gasps> and um, one of my first crushes. I was at the YMCA by my house and he was working out there. No. <laughs> and I was like. What's Tate Donovan? And it was a Sunday. It was a set. Like, I don't usually go on Sundays because they open really late. And I was like, what's Tate Donovan doing here? So, of course, I did have had to do my like half assed internet research, like, like looking at like all of the little apps I have to, <laughs> to track somebody. And he, I discovered that he does indeed live in Austin and not super far from me, which is very exciting. What? I know. And apparently goes to the Y. Huh. I know. Um, <laughs> Hillary, and come on down. When does the temperature <laughs> yeah. drop in Austin? I would say like o- October to April is a good time. <laughs> Can I get a temporary membership at the Y? Absolutely, <laughs> we will make it happen. He's still—I mean, he looks so much the same that I—I I mean, I have a pretty good radar, but he looks—he looks good, and he looks very similar to how he looked in those days. Love Potion number nine. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I know. He always, he ended up dating all those. All of them. I mean, all of them. Really famous yeah. women. Yep. I know. I mean, I know Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Actually, I don't know who beyond that, but. Hey, those are like, that's some primo. Yeah. That's big. I yeah, know. <laughs> For a guy who ended up being on the OC. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I still love him and those curls. I know. He's really cute. He's really cute. Um, Christy, do you have any uh, camp experiences? No, poor kids don't get to like go to camp. Um, <laughs> camp in a van down by the river. I feel like such an asshole. And like, I went to camp and I went to California. <laughs> I wanted to go so bad. I loved meatballs and this movie yeah. that's totally terrible. And I hope you guys have seen it called Pandemonium. It was about cheerleader no, camp. No, uh, no, but mm. I would like to look it up. It is amazing i'm sure that the stars of it who have gone on to become much better like actual big stars have made it so you can never see it (laughs) um because it was so bad um but any kind of camp movie like you know um what's you guys mentioned it about the kids that tried to get their parents back together oh Oh, parent parent trap both versions yeah any kind of camp movie i just i took it all in and Dirty dancing, like all of those, I just really wanted to go to camp, but never did. So I really want to make that happen um, for Ellie and <laughs> live vicariously through her. That shit's expensive, though. It really oh. is. And I oh, it yeah. Like, she she watches this terrible Disney show called Bunked. Yes. It's so bad. And she loves it. And um, so I'll she watches it like in the garage because so, I don't want to be around it. Um, and she's like, when can I go to sleepaway camp? And I was like, well, let's look it up. It's a thousand dollars a week. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. We're going to have to like save up all year to be able to let her go to camp. I know. I know. So I think I told her that you can't go until you're 12. I think that's a lie. Um, but yeah. Um, Christy. Yeah. I've been doing a little Googling on pandemonium. Yeah. Is this the 1982 mystery horror movie? Oh, yeah, it is. Um, 
I would I would like to read the description yes, of this please do. movie. All right. Uh, Bambi, who during her teen years was the lone survivor of a murderous attack on a group of cheerleaders, now runs her own cheerleading camp. So when two crazed killers escape from their pens and start murdering her campers, Bambi gets a serious case of deja vu. Hoping to stop the cheerleader-hating villains in their tracks is a member of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, Cooper, sure. played by, by Tom Smothers, yep. and his wise-cracking deputy, Johnson, played by Paul Rubens, <laughs> a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. Um, oh, and seriously? everyone, the names of the people are Mandy, Sandy, Candy... <laughs> And then Glenn, <laughs> who's Judge Reinhold. Mm, yeah, it's I got Joe like and Judge Andy. Reinhold. It was like Randy, Andy, Candy, Sandy, Mandy, and Glenn. <laughs> and it wasn't it's like scary. the Pac-Man ghost. It wasn't scary. Like a girl got killed by brushing her teeth too much. Like the killer, like squeezed toothpaste in her mouth, <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, it. I don't. I can't handle scary movies but i loved it so um it looks like phil hartman and carol yep. kane are both in this yeah, wow it's a star-studded yeah. cast yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> uh these images are something else yep. i'm gonna find a show picture in here somewhere <laughs> <laughs> maybe this dudley do right guy with the dudley do right horse yep <laughs> well christy you're always expanding our cinematic universe <laughs> yep. i guess so yep so, so if you had to pick a camp, what kind would you have gone for? Would you have gone for Hillary's ridiculously wholesome <laughs> mountain camp? I would have gone, yeah, where you can do actor, outdoor activities and you have a camp, like a girl's cabin and like a cool counselor that teaches you about your period and stuff like that. <laughs> and then like go and do... Um, like play in the water and do all that kind of stuff. And then, then there's boys that maybe a camp across the water or boys in at the same camp and they dare you to kiss. And then you go and you do like camp activities and then maybe like a talent show at the end. Yep. Yep. That was about right. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So you, you want to go to crazy ex-girlfriend camp? Yeah. yeah basically. Maybe. Basically. Oh, I would have been miserable, miserable in a place like that. <laughs> I would have been like, no, I don't want to learn how to ride horses. I want to sit in my bunk and read. <laughs> yeah, if they had reading camp, I'd be all over that. <laughs> well, it sounds like we've had some interesting experiences. Yes. yes. It's a well-rounded. Christy, Christy may have the best stories <laughs> of the most horrifying experiences. Um, should we move into some housekeeping? Sure. Um, we would like you to buy some stuff from us. Um, mm -hmm. there's some cool stuff. And then also the offer still stands. If you have an awesome idea, the idea of the t-shirt with the Wendy's logo, not Wendy's, not, not Wendy's. Wendy's, um, <laughs> definitely not Wendy's. Hashtag uh, not Phyllis Wendy's. thought it was really funny and Bobby, they came up with the idea and now We've made it happen, and it's hilarious. And Bobby's shirt just came in, and it looks really funny in person. It so. looks great. Yeah. yeah. Um, help me with the archive project. Send me an email at uh, littleredbandwagon at gmail.com, and you can get on that. And anytime you're buying stuff from Amazon, just go to littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon, and we get a couple pennies sometimes. And remember, find the special field. Where you can put a little star. Yes. And say for and space camp yes. fund. Send yes. and I to love camp. It. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> earbuds and earworms. 8-bit chiptunes is the theme this week. Listen. Mm -hmm. I love you, Luigi. <laughs> what? <laughs> Luigi? <laughs> no, I actually like the princess. She was obviously my favorite one. Princess okay, because anybody who picks Luigi no, or Mario, you're like a sociopath. That's weird. Toad is the best. <laughs> Do y'all remember Mario 2? It was such a weird yep. game. It Where the so links would weird. go. Boop, boop, yes. Of Luigi. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you could like press the princess and you down. You could go back. And she would, 
and she, she would like no, squat and then yeah, jump after jump. a while yes yeah yeah that was a terrible yeah, it was, sequel it was so weird it was yeah. so mm-hmm. weird those were my summers where I like didn't do anything and my mom mm-hmm. hated me and I was just like playing Mario Brothers and watching MTV. Yep. <laughs> it was like my scumbag summer. Yep. <laughs> that was my every summer. That's every poor kid's summer. <laughs> Get a job or watch MTV all day. Um, all right, guys. Get involved. Um, LittleRedBandwagon.com. And also, you all know, throwyourphone.com. Thank you for sending them in. Keep them coming. Um, our Facebook page is great, and it's much less littered than the Stens page. Uh, less, you know, hot dogs, tacos, and whatnot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Anne's going to be pissed. Um, <laughs> uh, the show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. Email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Voicemail or text is 802-432-TBTL, and that's 802-432-8285. Or you can fax us at 617-354-8513. Is that going to, like, Bobby's Boston office? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. so. Jesus Christ. Um, And with that, Anne, get us out of here. Until next time, this is the next party. And we love you, Jen. Nailed it. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Come on. Bye, guys. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail. <laughs>